On this week's episode of the We've Seen That Podcast, we're talking about No Country for Old Men. I'm Scott. And I'm Anthony. episode 70 and by we i mean anthony and i now jim not on this week not gonna be on next week will be on the week after that and then status tbd to which means the content of this podcast quality will probably slip well i mean jim is jim is the backbone for the the research department we yeah. just, you know, we're more of reactionary pieces to the pod. <laughs> AKA, we don't do as much. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no, Jim will be back uh, in a couple of weeks. He is going to see the mouse in a week here. He's going to Mickey. Um, he's going Ooh. down to Florida. So he's allowed to take vacations. Also, I can't give him shit because I already fucked up my New Year's resolution of making every episode. You guys went pretty easy on me, which was nice. Uh, but I have a new New Year's resolution. Can I cancel my other one? Is that allowed? I don't give a shit what you do. Okay. So now instead of that, when I come on every episode, I'm going to just do a death meter, 1 to 10, uh, of how dead I'm feeling. And today, it's a 4. So oh. there there you go. I feel great. Um, it's like the calm before the storm. It's coming soon. Right. But anyway. Um with that being said, I think we should just get right into what we're watching, because I actually have a decent chunk of what I've been watching, and that all stems from Cassie and I are on a Harry Potter rewatch right now. We are three of, we are all the way through Prisoner of Azkaban, and probably tonight we're going to start Goblet of Fire. I'm having fun. Yeah, I'm that's having a shitload of content there for you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a- after, after watching through Sorcerer's Stone, I've realized that the the evolution that the third movie took and i think it was only in three years time of how much better the graphics are compared to sorcerer's stone it's unreal it's i mean like and and i guess that's kind of where you would say that cgi started to get stronger was like right around oh three oh four um and it was right in that sweet spot so if i had to rank all the movies speed speed right through them right here sorcerer's stone eight out of ten Chamber of Secrets, 8 out of 10. Prisoner of Azkaban, 10 out of 10. Oh, so, yeah. There's another you know, 10. we had the group chat. I'd love to get Adam on here and talk. Dude, Prisoner of Azkaban is a goat, in it's, my opinion. It's, it's so good. It's grown on me over the years simply because of, like, I, I don't know, just the, the big names in that movie where you get the most time with all of them. I mean, Sirius Black, played by uh, Gary Oldman, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And that is kind of like, like, you don't really get that much of him in any of the other movies, really. So, um, yeah, I'm a big fan. And also, whoever plays Remus, I don't know his name, but he's fantastic, too. And, yeah. Anyway, 
that is my what we're watching for the week. So, Anthony, what have you been watching? I don't think I watched any movies, but I finished The Witcher, and I'm all caught up on Book of Boba Fett. So ah, should I watch? Rip through stumps. I mean, yeah, you should mm-hmm. probably. It's I just don't know anything really, like backstory wise, like super fans might. But it's been pretty entertaining. I just love how much love that the uh, fucking God, what are they? The people that go, oh, God, I called Tuscan Raiders. Yes, they get yeah. so much love in The Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, it's ridiculous. But I th- obviously, in the movies, know. they weren't, they were kind of just like there to laugh at a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, no. Book of Boba Fett goes deep into Tuscan oh, really? Raiders. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, oh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if I'll be able to watch it because um, we're fully into this rewatch right now. So I'm imagining we're going to watch those for a while but i don't know um i have no time no time i'm like james bond but i have plenty no time to die but i am dying that's that's basically what's happening here however i think this saturday i think i might be planting my ass in a theater to see the new scream movie i might i might do it i completely forgot it's coming out and rotten tomatoes has it at 79 right now so yeah and you for your love you kind of have to go see it. i do yeah i do i just the commercials like the first commercial i saw i was excited and ever since i've seen a commercial for it i'm not like as excited i don't know why i don't know what's going on but maybe i'll get in the theater and fall in love i don't know Um, i do have to give one shout out to a movie i watched over christmas break that i totally forgot because i'm surprised my sister hasn't torn me apart um her boyfriend had got me this movie called kung pao Oh, and he nice. said it's like his favorite movie ever <laughs> and i i finally watched it with them on christmas and it is so fucking ridiculous it's just like a guy inserted himself into like an old kung fu movie and like dubbed over the voices and everything and just like almost like cgi'd himself into like fighting scenes it's insane so <laughs> it's every did... bit as ridiculous as and he fights a cow so like on that boxing game we played on the n64 <laughs> <laughs> which which kind the chocolate or the regular it was oh my just God. a regular one oh um well, well shout out to cameron for that uh but yes. how did how does that land as his favorite movie ever i like, i mean i don't know if i if it's really his favorite movie but I, he's it's like a cult classic in his sure. family yeah. okay all right and he, he finally watches it and it's just insane yeah well, stupid well, fun is what yeah. i'll call it we love but stupid fun though we do we do speaking of which uh since you showed me guy in a buffalo uh, <laughs> guy on a buffalo did you see that commercial um for shit, i uh, saw you guys say it but i must have missed it it's a hot wing i think and it's that same thing it's the same like it is the song and everything and i was shocked because i was like they show me this stupid thing and then we're gonna use it in my life Sure as shit. First commercial in like the na- national championship game, guy on a buffalo. So that there, there you go. Well, well done on showing me that. Yeah, but, that, that guy's probably gonna be everywhere now. It's one of those things where you never noticed it till you finally yeah. saw it. Right. Um, and with that being said, woo, 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 I lost the hype horn. I tried to find it before 
And I'm Jim's gonna just going to tear you apart because he's just going to be like, just look at a group message and find I, it. <laughs> sometimes I just hope he doesn't listen when when he's not on because I get nervous. I'm like, shit, he's going to just be like, hey, you fuck. Put some effort in. But shout out, shout out, Jim. Uh, so Jim was nice enough to prepare a little bit of hype porn for us. So this is interesting. This first piece of hype that he put on here, which sometimes it just turns into Jim's favorite news. And that is Marvel movies accounted for 30% of 2021's box office compared to 18% in 2018. I would question further how much did Spider-Man account for. I don't well, know. Right, because it was such a huge... Yeah, probably 20% of that. A lot 20%, of it. I would bet, is Spider-Man. So uh, compared to 18% in 2018. Which, which must have been maybe one of the Avenger movies. Yeah, Might that would have been. been Endgame, right? No, yes. it could have been. Might have been. Is that or like the last, or like the last. Probably it yeah. is. It is. Jesus Christ! I know. <sighs> Time's a son of a bitch. So, well, the last two years, like it's so stupid. It's like COVID just started and two years went by, literally. That's true. COVID fucked everything up. Yeah. Um, then another piece of news. <laughs> Warner Brothers slash CBS are apparently considering <laughs> selling CW. I did not know this channel still existed. And then Jim's little it says hasn't turned a profit since two thousand and six. Well, I just I guess I didn't know that just like channels or programs could turn a profit like that. Like CW Jim, just Jim just know. decided to put CW in an absolute body bag. They are dead now. So, um, but apparently they're considering selling, and I don't know who's buying. I, I really don't. I, Anthony, what was CW good for in the past? Friday Night SmackDown. That's it. That's all. Yeah, but I, they don't even have that anymore, do they? No, no, no. That's all on Fox now. So yeah. Um, this piece I'm actually pretty hyped about. Boys season three will premiere June third. Were we expecting it sooner? Is that I? That just seems a little quick because it just came out. Or has it already been out for over? I guess. See, that's been about two years too. We're since the second season. I yeah, suppose. I, I think it has. Because that was like start of COVID, I, I think. I, God. I, I, time's a son of a bitch. It is. That's oh, a great show. Pause high porn. Holy shit. I did watch something else since I've been on the pod, and that is Cobra Kai Season 4. Holy I love shit. love that show. Oh my God, Anthony, I don't know how to tell you, like... It's so fucking awesome. I don't I like they brought back Terry Silver from like the mean guy to Daniel and the second karate kid and the third as well. And he was fantastic. This show just continues to get out of control and it's just it's amazing. I don't know what else to say. You need to see it. Anyway, back to high porn. Uh let's see. Uh oh, this is interesting too. Mrs. Marvel on Disney Plus, six-episode show is doing major reshoots. Do you know why? I don't know why. No, I just know that's never good. But who knows? <laughs> I don't know anything about Mrs. Marvel either. So. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> and then also, uh, Amazon's Fallout TV show has started casting, and this is being done by Westworld creators. Do you know what so, Fallout is? I'm assuming it's the video game. It probably is the video game, I'm thinking. I didn't know they were making a show, I guess, so that's kind of cool. And Westworld... Yes was good for most of the for three seasons season yeah. one was great but the yeah. other ones have kind of fallen off a little bit well and and now that jim's not here to derail this i got i got something else i'm hyped about and i feel like it's just bound to hurt you anthony but 
I think the Wisconsin Badgers might win the NCAA championship. You shouldn't say something like that so early, but they're pretty exciting. <sighs> they're God, good. Johnny, Johnny Davis, fun to watch, dude. That guy's unreal. And the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. God. That That's happening. Now, Mark it down. Yeah, until Aaron boycotts it because Jordan Love better be ready. <sighs> that's an amazing thing, by the Did way. Did you hear him go off oh, on McAfee? <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, like – if your job was to reach the pinnacle of something and then you decided to boycott it for what is the reason why he was boycotting again? For to show show out against like their treatment of unvaccinated players and all the shit they have to do. To that credit slightly, it would ruffle feathers, certainly. Yeah, um, but he made a great point. He's like, why the fuck would I play in a meaningless eighteenth? week game week 18 game and then just skip the super bowl everything i've played for yeah that's that's a good point it doesn't make any sense at all maybe he could have just boycotted week 18 maybe (laughs) well like why would he risk himself getting hurt if he know yeah i don't know it's stupid and he he just tore it apart which is great i love it well yeah i mean aaron's kind of become I i don't know exactly what you could say but he's kind of become the voice of I'm, I don't know. I don't really know. Like, just a category of ridiculous, I guess. And that's kind of what he is now. So, anyway, we have a job to do. That job is to talk about no country for old men. Uh, First of all, before I read the IMDb synopsis here, I had not seen this movie before, which is shocking, considering how the movie went. I feel like I should have seen this sooner. But, here's a synopsis. Violence and mayhem ensue after a hunter stumbles upon a drug deal gone wrong and more than $2 million in cash near the Rio Grande. So, let's let's set the picture here. Um, this movie is as, like, just... You're, you're placed into a world and you're not told much of a story. That's essentially what this movie is. And I love it for that fact because of how unpredictable, I guess, it became in the first 10 minutes for me. Because... I I had never known anything about Javier Bardem, Bardem. Am I saying that right? Yeah, unless he is the same villain from Skyfall. Ah, okay. That guy. Got so it. yeah, he plays two great like all-time villains. Right. But in this, I mean, let's talk about his look first. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it's like Frankenstein mixed with like a like a really bad mom haircut and it's somehow terrifying yet it should be hilarious but it's terrifying like he is legitimately he scared the shit out of me in this movie because it was just like the way he talks so calmly the way he just kills so calmly everything is just so absolutely precise and his his character that he plays is Anton Chigurh uh who is what is he do we like ever know? He's what? like a hitman for these, you know, for like the cartel. Well, it doesn't work for the cartel. Almost like the rich, you know, businessmen that are involved with the drug trade, and he's yeah. just like a hitman for hire, and he's yeah. basically a problem solver. Yeah, but he's so, a psychopath. <laughs> well, right, and let's talk about the psychopath right out of the gate. Guy gets arrested, right? He gets arrested, put in the back of a cop car. Uh, I don't know what he got arrested for. It doesn't really say, because he's just kind of getting put in the car. 
They put cuffs on him. He stands up, and as a cop is talking on the phone in the police station, chokes him out, like, with the cuffs. And he chokes him so hard that there's blood rings around his wrists. And this scene is, like, hauntingly... I think the noises of it are what really, like... You you, you can just feel this guy dying. And it is, like, 50 seconds of choking. Um, and the scuff marks all over the floor of the cop's shoes as he's, like, struggling and shit. Unreal. But basically, can we just assume he went to the police station... No, he, he was getting something. What was he getting? He wanted the receiver? Was that... Or no? He just killed this guy. Yeah, I mean... I think we're just introduced to him in, like, the craziest possible way, and we just know right off the bat that this guy's going to fucking just do whatever he wants. Yeah, <laughs> so so in right after I don't after know if, that, it, if it was to get the cop car, because then he eventually, like, pulls that one guy over. over and then kills him and steals but, that guy. Yeah, so know. in that vein, then he got did all that to get a cop car to kill someone else? That's pretty I, crazy, still. Yeah. And, and we need to talk about this weapon, because I don't, like... I don't know if I ever figured out what it actually was. Um, I think it's because the cop... Um, oh, Tommy you know, Lee the Jones, de- yes. Detective played by Tommy Lee Jones. He talks about, like, I think it's a cattle, like, what you shoot cattle in the head with to kill him with that rod. God. And he just kind of, like, modified it to, like, shoot people. <laughs> and and how... What is the range on that thing? Like Not, not very far. Because you can see it when that one scene and when he kills the guy after he pulls him over, he just, like, puts it right up to his head. That's and just right. Blast him, and then he's always okay. popping out door handles with, or like the locks on right. the doors. But yeah. he also has a different weapon later in the movie that's like a sick ass <laughs> shotgun too. Silence shotgun. Oh just... my god. Um. But anyway, yeah, that's like kind of what we're introduced to. Then we are introduced to. Oh my god, you're gonna be mad at me. I forget that. Josh Brolin is yeah. our basically our main character. I Llewellyn. guess. Yes, and he stumbles upon this, like, clear drug deal gone wrong. There are dead people everywhere. Like, uh, and, and like, like the set, like the movie description said, we're on the border of the Rio Grande, so right on the border of Mexico and Texas. And um, he finds a case of $2 million cash. And I have a question. What would you do if you found a case of $2 million cash? Well... And, at a cartel deal gone wrong. Okay, I was gonna say, and especially where like everybody was just dead. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I well, don't know. Well, Josh Brolin takes it home with him, and um, he is going to give it to. Now, see, this was weird for me. At first, I thought it was his daughter, and then it's definitely it turned, his wife. It's his wife. I figured that out eventually, but at first, I was like, "Why is he talking to her that way?" And then when he said, I could go in the room and basically bang you, that's where I was like, this can't be his daughter. So it, it could be because it's Texas, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> but, so, yeah, I mean, from from here, from from here, and, and to potentially the rest of the movie, what we basically have is like Anton Chigurh is chasing um josh brolin whose character is Lu, Lu, what is it what, uh, llewellyn llewellyn which what a name right that's so yeah. texas you can, i mean unreal um he's basically chasing him the entire time it's, yeah it's a game of cat and mouse essentially yeah. and it, just we should say just to get it out of the way this is based on a book oh so okay Got so it. some of the stuff that you know i might complain about you know 
about the movie is probably how it goes in the book, but it still makes me mad. But this, not a lot of things make me mad about this movie because I think it's pretty, right. pretty great. Right. But. So, Anthony, you mentioned beforehand you wanted to talk about the gas station scene. I will let you discuss. Um... <laughs> well, I've watched this scene just like on YouTube probably a hundred times just to pull it up because it's like, it's so Coen Brothers, it's not even funny just to have like these larger than life characters just basically show off in like a four minute just standalone scene yeah and it's just anton chigurh just completely melting some poor gas station workers brain at the counter and it's just fantastic if anybody's seen it you know what we're talking about and i think what's so fantastic about it is you start thinking the guy on the other side of the counter is doing something wrong because of like (laughs) How he makes him think he's doing something wrong. He's like, when do you go home? Like, no. When do you close? When do you close? <laughs> it, like, it's just, just fucking, is that your house back there? Like, it's just crazy shit. Cra- it's All a- because the guy asked him how the weather was. Yeah. From where he's from. Because he asked, That just yeah, turned him off. He said, you're not from here. And he was like, excuse me? And just went <laughs> off on the guy. Um, and And he ends up flipping a quarter. To see if he will live or die. A little Harvey Two-Face action going on there. And the guy um, doesn't even know it. Yeah. He, What's he, the most you've ever lost on a coin toss? Well, and then he also Sir? says, what What do I stand to gain? And he says everything. So that yeah. was uh, pretty good. I so thought, he might have caught, caught a hint, but I, yeah. I, I thought for sure this guy was still going to die. Like, I was like 99% sure this guy was still about to get capped. But he, he did not. Um, and actually, I had seen this scene on YouTube as well. So Anthony, I think that means our like suggested histories come up somewhat similar. Probably linked. Well, we kind of find out too later from Woody Harrelson's character, who's like another one of these like hitmen kind of or people solved to go find the money or whatever or hired to go find the missing money. Um, that Anton kind of has like, you know, he has like rules that he plays by no matter how fucked up they are. So like, yeah, by the guy. Get it guessing right on the quarter. He's like, "Well, I can't kill you because yeah. that's just how I roll." And yeah. it's it's just funny. And, and I just I'm, love how he's like, "Don't put it with the other quarters because yeah. then it just becomes another it's quarter." Just another quarter, which it is. Yeah, <laughs> that part is pretty crazy because he's like, "It's just another quarter," which it is. He yeah. just he's mind games the entire movie, and he's very good at it. Um, and and to like towards the end of the movie when he had told Josh Brolin he was going to basically kill his wife, he like has to follow through on that even though spoiler alert josh brolin also gets killed um and and which is which is one of the parts i hate about this movie which like i said it maybe that's how it goes down in the book but i just i'm all we'll get to it i'm just disappointed how it went yeah so as we're following here i love the game of cat and mouse Um, i just want to say one thing about that scene again when he asks him like or when the guy says he married his wife it was his father's or it was her father's gas station at first and he just he like chokes he's like and he's so like disgusted by the fact that he married into the business it just like kills me every time i wonder what like his morals are based off of but it's fantastic he's literally like so you married into it like wow like imagine you're just doing your job as a gas station attendant and this guy comes and fucking ruins your life like oh he, oh. he was the guy was ready to shut down he's yeah. like i'm done for the day yeah Fuck and this. and after that he's like well now i'm definitely closing i'm out of here yeah um but yeah when we get into this cat and mouse game 
uh, you start realizing just how good Anton is at, like, hunting people down. He's unreal. Um, yeah. He somehow gets a receiver that was connected to the money, and that was held by two other cartel guys, I think. Well, those were, like, he went to the original crime scene with, like, two businessmen that must be part of the drug running. And right. then he just kills them and takes, yeah. like... So they hired him, but then he just ends up killing him because... And takes the tracker, because that's in the money. Right. Uh, and and that's what he's using to find Josh Brolin, who has nicely hid the money in a hotel room. Um, and the start of this scene is fantastic. This this whole hotel scene is, is just so good, because as, as Anton's chasing um, Llewellyn, he... He is using this tracker, and even just him driving past the hotel rooms is creepy. Because, like, the beeping's getting louder, and then he drives past. And you'd think, like, he'd just park there and, and you know, walk into the hotel. Nope. He backs it up, like, half a mile an hour, just slowly picking mm-hmm. that exact Trying room. to find where it is. But even Josh Brolin's character is extremely smart. He buys two rooms... One in the front and then one in the back, not right next to each other. Right. So he puts the money through the vent that he can reach it then from the other room behind. So he's like, you know, he's he's actually kind of throwing him off whether or not, you know, he doesn't know there's a tracking device, but he's trying not to be so obvious where he's staying just in case. Like, it's perfect. And that's what's so interesting, and I guess I never even put that together because I was like, how did Anton not just end up capping him? Right. Um, but the funny thing is... The room that Anton actually does go into, and, and as he does, he, like, takes his shoes off and everything, slowly walking with this, you know, lock decoder thing that he smashes through the door. He lands in a room with what I would assume are cartel members. Because I believe, yeah, because they're hunting uh, Llewellyn as well. Right, so, right. They, you know, I don't know if they really knew he was there yet, but it's funny that they're there, too. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite kills of the movie, by the way, is the guy standing in the shower. He's, like, pleading for his life. And Anton opens the thing. He slowly shuts it, just sticks the gun in. Bam. Like, oh, my God. That is good shit. Like, I, I, you know, there was a lot of good kills in this movie. I will say all at the hands of Anton, pretty much. Um, But this scene was pretty great. And then from there, Anton eventually does figure out that... Josh Brolin put it in the vent. By the time he does, though, he then takes it, takes it out. So right. um, Brolin's leaving again, and he goes to another hotel room. And then he gets to this hotel room and starts looking through his money, and he's like, holy shit, there's a receiver in here. And Anton's already hunting him, which is crazy. Like, I, I mean, guy's on his tail the whole time. And I would argue that this scene is probably my favorite. I mean, behind the gas station, which I really like, this fight in the town is so fucking awesome. Like, yeah, because everywhere Josh Brolin's like running, Anton, you can just hear the silent bullets just pew pew pew, and he's like almost hitting them every time, and and finally Brolin gets the upper hand in the city, and he make he shoots Anton in the leg, I think. Um, Brolin, and I think, I did catch too. a bullet too. Yeah. yeah, right in the midsection. Um, <laughs> And then we, of course, get a scene of uh, Anton dressing his own wound, which is disgusting. Um, It's horrifying. Yeah. But then from there, um, we get a lot of interplay with the border, a little bit of where, like, Brolin has hid the money in Mexico. 
And this is where we're introduced to Woody Harrelson, which that caught me off guard. I did not know he was in this movie. Uh, and he's going after Anton. And, like, literally, what, was Woody Harrelson in the movie for seven minutes, maybe? Probably. A bit screen time total, yeah. Because cause Anton catches him, like, immediately and just kills him. It's pretty, pretty great. And kind of makes fun of Woody Harrelson because he talks a lot, which kind of fun interplay <laughs> there a little bit. But yeah, then from there, Anthony, is this where you would say the your disappointing part it's, comes in? It is because, you know, Brolin heals up in the Mexican hotel and comes back, finds the money in the ditch where he stashed it. Um, and he's calling Carla Jean and her mom, you know, his wife, to, to try to hide somewhere and he'll meet them like in El Paso at this hotel or yada, yada, yada. After he talked, you know, then he was going to go after Anton. Well, he gets to the hotel in El Paso and then it just, it's disappointing because the cartel was able to get to him first. They kind of tracked him through Carla Jean's mom, kind of gave it away where they were going. And he dies off screen. Yes. Which I just fucking, what I just, it's the one thing I just don't like about this movie because he's such an interesting and like, he's a very capable character too. We've, he's already shown he can handle himself because he was like a vet from vietnam and he's already gone against anton and like almost to a draw and yeah. anton's been killing everybody left and right so brolin can fight a little bit it just sucks that he kind of got ambushed and we don't even get to see him really have any closure you right. know he just kind of gets shot up off screen which that's the one thing i just i just don't like about right. this movie well i i can echo the same and, and honestly i know what you're thinking right now if you've seen this movie are you going to mention tommy lee jones I don't know if I need to, because he's, he's, he's good, but it, he's just a very odd character. It's a, it's doesn't a, add to the plot at all. He's a perfect side character in a in a like I said a Coen yes. Brothers movie. He sure. just he's just got very weird dialogue, and he holds his own in the scenes he's in. But does he really do much for the ultimate end of the story? Not really. No, nope. <laughs> yeah. he never even sees either of them. I don't think. I, he's he's literally. the one who finds yeah Llewellyn dead. He right. shows up kind of right after the shootout, but yeah. Yeah. So know. now let's talk about the end of Anton's character here, because this I what an end to the movie. <laughs> um, so he does end up visiting Llewellyn's wife. Uh, what is her name? I don't know if I have Carla it. Jean. Carla Jean, and. That scene's fantastic because Carla Jean essentially stands up to Anton. She's like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call the quarter flip because it doesn't matter. You know, you have a choice of what you do." So my question to you, Anthony, is, "What do you think he did?" I think he killed her. Me too. Because he wipes <laughs> his shoes off when he leaves the the house a little bit, like he grabs something off the bottom, um, and then he's just driving down the road, and he notices two kids in the mirror. When he noticed that, I thought he was just going to stop the car and pop <laughs> both of them. I really did, because, like, every person he's interacted with, he's killed. And, like, he yeah. sees someone, he just has to kill them. Out of nowhere, on a green light, nonetheless, this dude just gets sideswiped. And are we to assume this was not in any way related to trying to kill him? Like, it was just an accident? I think it's just a car accident, and... That's just how we're left with this yeah, guy. Because like he smokes his head the out the window, and these kids are like, "Are you okay?" And he asks for his shirt. He's gonna give him a hundred bucks for his shirt. The kids like, "I don't need it for whatever." And then he just says, "Don't tell them you saw me." 
walks away. And that is the end of that movie. Um, but kind of the most like perfect end for him because he's kind of a machine, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm interested here for the scores because we're going to get into scores right now, and I will go first. Um, first, I want to say, Cassie, I have seen a lot of reactions to movies I've watched. She fucking hated this movie. <laughs> Of course. And, and like, Anthony, is this not a guy movie? I mean, this is, like, as guy movie as it gets. It is. I mean, it won four Oscars. I will just Let's just go through it. It won Best Writing for Adapted Screenplay because it was a based book. on a novel. Yep. Um, they won Best Achievement in Directing. It won Best Picture of the Year. And Javier Bardem won Best Actor in a Supporting Role, which, which all of that is not very surprising. No. So I'll start. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh I the eight is a hundred percent on the shoulders of Brolin and Javier, simply because they I think they were fantastic, and that that that's why it's an eight though because you don't get the payoff you deserve with the two of them. One of them should have killed the other. I mean that to me is a given, and honestly, probably Anton killing uh, Llewellyn would probably have been how i would have wanted it to end but like in a cool way which we could have had we could have had that but obviously it's a book and that's how they wrote it um but that's where it gets deducted points is like it's not a perfectly complete movie but any scene that anton's in i enjoyed like i you 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 were waiting for the moments that this guy was in the movie because he's just so much he was so much fun so eight out of ten for me i gave it a nine and it's probably a really high nine because I want to say that this movie's almost perfect. I mean, it definitely has a couple things that are, but it's it's gorgeous for one. Like the cinematography, like so many of the shots in like the open Texas landscape, and just like some of the crazy like shootout scenes are fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, Javier Bardem is literally the he plays two of the best villains I'd say in the last twenty years. If you look at his Skyfall performance, also like it's crazy, like. I've really never seen him in anything else except for like those two roles. And it's just, he is insane. Um, this is definitely like my top in my top three Coen brother movies. So I don't know if I can just give a million tens away. I should probably be tempered a little bit, but, um, but yeah, this is, this is about as good as it gets from them. Um, like I said, a little disappointed in just like the whole Brolin thing, but I try not to take that out on the movie too much just because they have Damn, to like, you can't just play. make shit up. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. This movie is insane. I, I don't know if, I hope Jim watches it and lets us know at some point because I think he'd probably like it. But He, he said he will. Uh, next episode he's on, he will give a score. And I am curious to see where that falls in because I knew you and I would probably be high. I could see him being very low. And I well, you know what? Or very high. But he is he is a sucker for great performances That's true. though. Like like we are. That's and true. I mean Javier Bardem's is like as crazy yes. as it gets. That's so true. That's I true. mean he might he right. might be okay. But yeah. Other than that, I mean like I said, nine out of ten, I I love this movie. Top top three Cohen Brothers movie for sure. Yeah. I don't know what my number one is. I mean this it could change, but Name some others, because I can't think of any right be now. Be like, Oh brother, where art thou? The Big Lebowski. Ah, okay. Um, okay. I know I'm missing like some huge ones. Fargo. Fargo. Is, sure. Is also really good. Okay. Uh, now you put me on the spot. But, Sorry. That's yeah. three. That's enough. 
That's the they're best. great. Inside Lewin Davis is also a really good one, which I've watched and talked about a little bit on this pod before. So, but okay, yeah, they're good. Well, that wraps up the seventieth episode of the We've Seen That Podcast. Anthony, you and I are on it together next week, and I I know we have a job to finish in one series that we've been we have watched, and this is the time to do it, considering. We have watched this movie numerous times. I think it is time to do Jurassic Park 3. I think oh, that's what we need yes. to do. Considering- Apologies if we... I don't remember if Jim and I said we were going to try to pick one for the next week or not. So if so, we did, did we say well, Eternals? I, let me finish. We might have to the week after Eternals. This, the week after this will be Eternals. I talked to Jim beforehand, and he, right. he has given the sign-off that his return will be Eternals. AJ, very high on that movie, so I'm really excited for that one. But since it's me and you, I figured, you know, Jurassic Alan. Park 3. We'll, <laughs> Wake we'll talk up. About it. We're almost there. We'll talk about it. And there's What we'll probably do is just quote the stupidest lines, but... Yeah, um, William H. Macy's got plenty of them. I can, I can say right now Anthony and I will come in unreasonably high on this movie. I just know that because I like it. Um... And a lot of people don't. A lot of people really don't, which I don't, you know, it's fun. I haven't watched it in a while. It is fun. It's, I remember exactly when I watched it the first time in theaters with, with the old man. He like picked me up after school and was yeah. like, oh, there's a new Jurassic Park movie. And this was, God knows how long ago this was now, 2000 yeah. something. Right. But yeah. 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 Of course I liked it back then, but it's, I'm going to rewatch it. I, it's not going to be a masterpiece by any means but it'll be fun yeah it'll be fun well um with that being said i need to tell the people where you can find us and you can either email us at the we've seen that you can email us at the seen that podcast at gmail.com seen that podcast at gmail.com s-c-e-n-e uh you can like us on facebook or follow us on twitter at the we've underscore seen underscore that that's we've underscore seen underscore that it gets harder every time I do that when Jim's not here because he just rolls it off the tongue every yeah, time. Yeah, he's a professional. But anyway, Anthony has to get to a basketball game. Update, have you won yet? <laughs> no. Okay. We were close again last week. We okay. only lost by like seven just, points. Just so. for some, some bad radio here, Anthony is all set in his basketball gear already. He's got, I am. got a North Carolina Tar Heel blue beautiful jersey on right now jimmy's north star and lacrosse there's a free advertisement for them there you go um, that's who we're playing for <laughs> that's i mean shit that just paid for your team right there uh but anyway sure. we'll see you next week for jurassic park three as always i'm scott and i'm anthony and roll credits oh you just took that i love it i love it <laughs>